I think firstly that a major musical or any musical production really is not just about any one department. It takes a village of people to mount a show, especially a major commercial production, night after night. And no one is more important than the other. Everyone has an equal role to play and everyone is working towards the same goal. Welcome to Season 7 of Spotlight on the Arts, a musical theatre series. Join us as we chat with industry professionals, members of the Sydney Catholic School Arts team and artists in residence who give us a backstage pass to the world of music theatre. Chris King is an in-demand pianist, keyboardist, accompanist, arranger, musical director and conductor based in Sydney, Australia. A versatile musician, his extensive experience playing across several musical genres including music theatre, cabaret, vocal and instrumental exam accompaniments, piano, bars, tribute shows, rock and pop bands, big bands and jazz combos. It's very extensive. He also works in music production, providing keyboard tracks to recording artists and backing tracks to singers. Chris is presently working as the keyboard deputy and rehearsal pianist on Hamilton with the Michael Castle Group in Sydney. Welcome, Chris. Thank you, James. That's a, that's a, a long introduction, isn't it? I think when I wrote that, I never imagined that somebody would ever read that out. <laughs> well, there <laughs> you go. Stage. No, I just made this up as you I You did very along. well. <laughs> So what role do you play in the magical world of music theatre? I am primarily a pianist or piano player and a keyboardist. And that could be in the orchestra pit for shows, for musicals. It could be for rehearsals, as is the case on Hamilton as well. It could be for auditions as well. I've played a lot of auditions in my time, so... Say, let's talk about auditions then. What, mm, what's involved mm, with mm. that as a... So some of our younger students might be thinking, that's great, I'd like to be able to play piano yep. for auditions and things like that. What's involved? Essentially, you need to be a great sight reader. You need to be a very, very strong sight reader. You need to be familiar with a lot of different musical styles because, as we know, musicals encompass a lot of different styles. It could be anything from classical sounding to jazz to pop to R&B these days, a lot of modern stuff, especially on Hamilton. So not only being a good sight reader, but being familiar with those styles are right. two great assets. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So how did you find your way into the industry? I suppose it's a long but inevitable story in a way. I mean, I grew up around theatre and music so when, was it in your family? It was in my family, yep. yeah. So when my mother was pregnant with me, my father was directing a high school production of Oklahoma, <laughs> somewhere in Sydney, and so she would go along to the rehearsals, and they always had a piano at home as well, and I started to tinker around on that when I was a kid. had no idea what I was doing, but I could pick out tunes by ear. I could play things by ear, and my parents suggested I get lessons I also enjoyed performing on stage when I was a child and I did some amateur theatre, some children's theatre group things when I was maybe from 10 to 14 or so and I eventually ended up playing the piano for that company in Newcastle which I suppose was my first paying gig at the age of maybe 16 I think playing piano for the shows and I thought I would I had made it. <laughs> I loved it. It was great. And then I eventually I eventually moved to Sydney and I always knew that I wanted to work in professional music theatre one day, but I also enjoyed playing in bands as well and that kind of thing. So hence that long list of things that you read out yeah. earlier on. 
So did you go into formal post-grad, post-school study? Not immediately. Not immediately. I played in a lot of bands and I played for, I mean, I MD'd and played for some amateur shows in Newcastle. And I didn't study until a little bit later in life, but yeah, I completed a um, degree in contemporary performance. Right. And where did you do that? At AIM, at the Institute of Music. Oh, Australian Institute of Music. Yeah. Yeah. Terrific. I've seen the list of the shows that you've worked on and it's extensive and it goes back to things from last century right up to the most comprehensive and Mm. most Mm. recent things like Hamilton. Yeah. So what would be the top three musical theatre shows that you've worked on and why? All right. I had a long, hard think about this. It's a hard question to answer in some ways because I've done a lot of things. But there are some standouts. Wicked would be up there, partly because it was the first major commercial show that I worked on as music staff, which means I tour with the show and I conduct the show a few times a week and I play keyboard and rehearsals as well. And Wicked is incredibly difficult. It's very difficult to learn and very difficult to perform. So that was just a really rewarding piece of work that I did. Yeah. Secondly would be Hamilton is up there because I've always leaned towards contemporary music styles and Hamilton is obviously full of that. And it's quite difficult as well. And it's really, really rewarding to do that well. And the third one would be, I would say Aladdin because who doesn't love Aladdin? (laughs) <laughs> Who doesn't love Disney? Who doesn't love Alan Menken's music? You know, yeah. that was a very, very fun tour. And interesting from three very different composers. Mm. Those three mm. shows. That's right. Yeah. What do you think has been the greatest learning that you've had in this area? I think, firstly, that a major musical or any musical production really is not just about any one department. It takes a village of people to mount a show, especially a major commercial production, night after night. And no one is more important than the other. Everyone has an equal role to play and everyone is working towards the same goal. I think that has been, and it's easy to get caught up in your own daily problems. And it's good to remind yourself that everyone is there working towards the same goal. Yeah, I that's, think. that's yeah. such an important thing. And that mm. leads us into what we're doing together mm, this year, indeed. which is yeah. Sydney Catholic School's amazing arena version of yep. School of Rock. Looking forward to it. And we've got a call out for auditions for musos, including graduates yep. to our programs. Yep. So what skills would you be looking for for people that are going to be in the pit band? Firstly, strong technical skills on their chosen instruments, strong ensemble skills. That means, you know, skill at playing in a band or any musical ensemble with other musicians. So that might involve knowing your part and how it fits in together with the the rest of the parts as a whole, it's very, very important. It's a hard skill to learn and involves a lot of listening. And familiarity with the style of the show. I mean, familiarity, this is probably one of the major things, like familiarity with the rock style. So I was listening to some of School of Rock in the car today and it's very, some of it's very heavy rock. It's very like Led Zeppelin influence and that kind of thing, you know. So I think familiarity with what the composer's influences were and where, where that score comes from. Yeah, yeah, I think, yeah. 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 One, yeah. Of, one of the things that I think is also being able to play in lots of different keys. That's a very good point, yeah. Because, you know, it's, it's not just, you know, three chords in this show. That's and right. That's, of course, it's music theatre. That's right. Um, what tips would you give to future musicians who would like to play in the pit for shows? I think be easy to get along with. First and foremost. Turn up on time. <laughs> Turn up on time, yeah. <laughs> know your material. 
and practice as much as possible. Make sure your te technical skills are as good as they can possibly be because you never know what might be thrown at you and you don't want to have to spend your time on the job thinking about, for example, what fingering you might use for a certain passage or thinking, oh, gee, I wish I'd practised those scales and arpeggios more because that'll prevent you from enjoying it and prevent you from being able to do your job properly. Yeah. So my, probably my biggest piece of advice next to be easy to get along with would be practice, practice, practice. That's such great as advice. As much as you can. Yeah. Chris, we've talked a little bit about the role in as a muso in the pit, mm, but mm. you've also conducted, as we talked about yep. the shows, and you've been musical directors on a yep. show. So to some of our young listeners, what does the musical director do? In the professional scene, in the professional world, I suppose, it varies sometimes. So once the show is up and running, once we get past the rehearsal period, the job of the musical director is to conduct the show night after night, and that sometimes involves playing the keyboard as well. So sometimes you're using, you know, multi you're multitasking mm -hmm. quite a lot. So that's job number one, which is quite often the easiest part, believe it or not, because you often have to take vocal rehearsals during the day. You have to take understudy rehearsals during the day as well. And you have to think about how you're going to manage cast members if somebody's sick and if somebody's not performing for that night, who is the best who's ready to step in. And that's why you need understudy rehearsals all the time. Yeah, yeah. And as a conductor, what are the sort of things that you're doing as a conductor? We've all yeah. seen we're in a theatre mm. and we see mm. the conductor's arms come down and the music comes out. Yeah. But we know it's a little more involved than that. What sort of things are you doing as the conductor? You're doing a lot of things. <laughs> first first and foremost, you're, you've got, you could have, say, 10 to 14 people in the pit below you, following you, watching you, watch, watching every little thing that you do. You could have people, you could be on monitors all throughout the building. They could be backstage singers, for example. So you're conducting your music. Yes, you are, obviously. There is a method to the madness. Conductors don't just wave their arms around. There's an agreed pattern of hand signals that we all use, that musicians learn to understand, and we all agree on what, that, what they are going to be during rehearsals. So there's that. You're also, you're watching the cast on stage, you're watching them breathe, you're watching for certain visual cues, any music that needs to be timed with action on stage, and you're listening the whole time as well. You're absolutely listening to every single thing that's going on. One of the biggest challenges about that is not reacting or overreacting if something doesn't go as planned. You have to remain calm so that if there are people under your command, so to speak, that are a bit nervous or shaken by something that might not have gone as planned, that you can be the guiding light there to say, it's okay, we're all on track. All with hand signals, mind you, non-verbally. Yes. Non yes, it's quite so a... So they're, they're the main tasks, I would say, from yeah. night to night. So, Chris, what's your favourite song from School of Rock? Again, a tricky choice. Am I allowed to say it's a tie? Yes, you can. Is that okay? My Okay, so my two favourite songs are You're in the Band. Yep because it's just such, it's got such positive energy about it and it also pushes kids beyond their comfort zone, beyond what they think they can achieve. And the second favourite would be Stick It To The Man <laughs> because it, it's just got this joyous, rebellious streak yeah, about it's it. That's what the show's about. <laughs> that's exactly right. Chris, thank you so much for joining us today and sharing your knowledge about being a pit musician 
a rehearsal leader and a great conductor as well. I know a lot of our young students and alumni would be really interested in hearing what your experience is because they'd like to try that as well. Thank Thanks you for Chris. having me, James. Very You're welcome. welcome. Thank you.